Welcome to Random Rambles. I'm Tasha. And I'm Amy. And we're here to talk about whatever comes to mind. Literally. 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 (laughs) We're just sitting here shooting the shit. Because wouldn't it be weird if we just sat here and said nothing? It's just dead air. Oh, we did that in the last... Not the last random ramble, but like this, the, the podcast we were recording before that, literally staring at each other for a good two minutes. Like, um. Where to from here? No, we've got our rhythm. Got Dear our listener. Rhythm. Dear listener, we've got our rhythm. I think our rhythm in this one's better than our other podcast, though. I think in this so one, too. we literally just talk. Yeah. We are good at rambling, hence the name of the podcast. Or even at our old work, we were pretty good at filling time with lots of random chats. So I think this is what this is sparked from, of just chats, mm-hmm. and we just get off topic a lot. We don't come back to topics no. once it's oh, it's really just burped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, we don't circle back. That's what I've noticed. Very rarely. Like it's very hard to bring it all. Why we weren't allowed to talk together at the freaking <laughs> meetings at work. <laughs> Yeah, we just end up on just random stuff, and by the end of it, no one's no one's got a clue. <laughs> Everyone's got glazed eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> where did, how did we end up here? How did we? How, what, what got Jason us here? Jason at lunch with his head on the table, going, "Oh my god." Yeah, <laughs> he loved it though. He secretly hated it, but loved it all at there the same no time. There was no secret to the hating. It was secret love. <laughs> really did. He loved it. He, he misses. He misses that. I mean, he can tune in. Captive audience. <laughs> he, he had no choice. He, cho- he chose. To eat when we ate. Eat? Yeah, I think he mm-hmm. enjoyed the company. He just when wasn't sure of the chat. Yeah, I forgot the sentence for a second. We and this is ate. also another reason why we ramble <laughs> I forgot what we're talking about for a split second and then couldn't articulate the sentence of where we ate. So. In the lunchroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yes, he was a captive audience. No one else would join. No one. Unless, unless I mean, it was... Troy would zip past because he was too scared to really sit <laughs> down for too long. <laughs> He'd hear us cackling like hyena and just be like, "I'm going to close my office door." Among other people in the yeah. office, we <laughs> slam their office doors. Uh, well, that yeah, that was the salesman. He just he was just used to hearing himself talk. Yes, for sure. For sure. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> Maybe it'll catch on. Like, oh, fetch. please. You're don't. so fetch. No. <laughs> fetch is never going to happen, Gretchen. <laughs> oh, what a movie. Um, what an age. <sighs> so guess what? What? I got rollerblades. Much to my mother's horror. Are they pink? No. Okay. I just imagine them pink. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I don't. It's it's so not you. What do I have that's pink? Nothing. Literally, except your pink shirt, your work shirt. That's it. I don't know why I said that. That's a work shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll rephrase. Were they black? (laughs) They're white and black. (laughs) They are white and black, and I'm very much enjoying them. Much to my mother's horror. So you you did rollerblade when you were young. Oh yeah. See, I did not. I was too scared. I fell down on my face. And my hands once on roller skates. Yeah, very different thing. Going down a hill. There's five, so it's probably yeah, not a different. giant hill, but you know. Um, yeah, I had roller skates as a kid. I had those really cute Barbie skates with the really curly laces. Oh, you're rich. No, my, I think they were given to me by like a so rich Barbie. Member. Barbie branded mm. stuff. Mm. So, but rich. I do, I do believe that it was like an uncle or someone that gave them to me. You know, I could be wrong. 
I was okay. young. All right. But I do remember the skates. Yeah. And we had, um, at the time, the house we were in had like a, almost like a comma-shaped driveway. So what, where, the, what, where the garage entry was, mm-hmm. this big round court sort of style, and then it tapered off into the drive and it went down a little bit of a hill and onto the street. Yeah. So we were allowed to skate around the top. Very good. And then came the part where we all got in trouble because we didn't want to go down the hill. <laughs> and then down the street. But my Barbie skates were like all roller skates and the stopper was at the front. Yeah. It's really hard to stop going downhill on roller skates. Yes, yeah, it is. Go backwards. And I think that's where most of the problem is. <clears throat> that's why I like roller blades because the stopper's at the back. Okay. And because they're in line, like there's only one line of wheels. Yeah. You're not, yeah. I, there's just something about rollerblades that I find way more comfortable than roller skates. Are you going to rollerblade to work? God, no. How far away is work from my house? It's, it's not even feasible. I mean, you have to get up pretty early. I have to get up early now. <laughs> and <laughs> we start at six in the morning. Just don't sleep, mate. Just get prepared for your trek <laughs> I just, to work. I just, in that case, I'm just staying at work. <laughs> well, oh, my God. We're your rollerblades at work. I did. <laughs> No, I only did it for a little bit. I wanted some straight level ground because it's been years, like, God, probably over a decade since I've been on rollerblades. Yeah. I didn't even, I honestly didn't even know that they had them in adult sizes until recently. What? Yeah. No, they do. I know that now. Where have you been? Have you been living in under a rock? In and under a rock. (laughs) Not just under a rock. In. Look, calm down, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) No. But it wasn't really something I wanted. Too, so. Oh, I just got that joke. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Funny. Oh, that was a delayed reaction. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, Patrick. And I didn't want to say it, and then I acknowledged it live, that I didn't get it. I get it. Now. Everybody, I get it. I'm not explaining it. <laughs> it's okay, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted some flat level ground to try my rollerblades out sure. on. I thought there's nothing like the, the, cold, the, the car park at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice and flat. So I thought I'll do that. But then I was like, shit, how am I going to put them on? So I, I put them on in the office yeah. and just sort of wobbled my way out the door. Uh, but no, they, they fit really well. I just got them off of, um, I got them off the internet. On the line. I got them, on, I got them off the internet. Um, because I was looking at them and like Rebel Sports and that, I think you can get adult blades, but they're like two to $300. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of money to to spend on a pair of freaking roller blades right now. But you are because you had Barbie roller skates when you were younger. I didn't buy Rich. those. Rich, rich family. No. Richie rich. No. I'm sure someone bought them for me. I don't mm. I don't know. I don't have anything but, Barbie branded. It wasn't allowed. No. The look I'm giving you right and now it's is too, very confusing. No, because she didn't mum didn't like what she kind of presented to young girls. Mm. Just how how like her body image was and just the portrayal, like before Barbie become anything. I think my mum was happy to for me to have Barbies just to level out the masculinity in the house because my oh. brother was very like He Man, Legos, yeah, NASCAR, yeah, yeah. Mm. Matchbox. Like I was into all his toys, and but we needed something to sort of. No, I had I had dolls, like proper dolls, dolls oh, that spoke. Too. No, you I know? didn't have that. You and you could correct them, correct yeah. them, so that she'd go. Sasketti. Are you sure? And then I was the rich because it sounds very much like you were. <laughs> 
And okay, then you did go, you have baby board? Oh, no, I didn't have baby I board. That's know. a whole other level oh, of rage. Oh my god! I had a I had a friend whose cousin had baby born, oh, and I was yeah. like, nah, too expensive. And she had all the new ones. Like every time a new one hit the market, her parents were divorced, so they were like buying her off. Oh right, yep, 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 yeah. So back to your rollerblades. We'll circle back, <laughs> just like we said we wouldn't. We'll circle back. We yeah. Traffic to yeah, I got traffic. a my god i got a 60 dollar pair off the internet nice that's good they that's what you well. they fit my they fit and they're nice and comfy but, i mean they're rollerblades i don't i don't know what we're really expecting out of them but i was just happy to be able to put them on skate from one end of the car park to the other and not smash my face in was people there yes i had a little group of um i like to call them magpies all the senior boys in the office right so like the plant manager the sales manager we even had the IT manager out from Perth at the time, so they right. were all like a little magpies yapping along behind me as I was walking out of the office. You know, you're not covered by work cover for this, and I'm like, yeah, I know, it's fine. Mm. I want level ground. It's fine. I'm not going to put a work cover Blood everywhere. Freaking rollerblading in the car park, mate. It's fine. I'm not stupid. Often. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't get what they wanted. <laughs> when, when? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like anytime I get to um, destroy someone's day. <laughs> See again, this is this type of angriness. <laughs> hey, do you remember that show, Ten Things I Hate About You? The show, yeah. yeah oh, I did watch the movie it. with Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched the movie. Yes. yes. With yeah. uh, you remember Cat? Yeah. Yeah. She's you. She's me. <laughs> yes. She must have been the pivotal moment in my childhood where I was like, "That's who I want to be." <laughs> She must have been. There's no other way that you would be I'm like her, I am. I'm your sister. I'm like yes. super like la da 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 Positive penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where's your Joseph Gordon Ludovic? I don't know. He's coming. <laughs> where's my Heath Ledger? He's also coming. <laughs> Are we sure? I'm dead set sure. I mean, I'm cat, so I don't need him anyway. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. You are actually. That's a good <laughs> reference. Yes, yes. It is actually a very good way to describe my personality. <laughs> yeah, that's well done. Um, that is a good movie. Very well done, teen teen drama. Oh yeah, like it was kind of. It did, almost didn't get made. Mm. I was looking at the history of it, um, and even Joseph Gordon-Levitt said, "Like, do I really want to do something?" That's going to be very like teen orientated. Like, do I need to look at serious roles? You know, like, but then the cast come along and it was like pivotal in that teen movie. It's hype of that time. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a teen movie, but I don't think that it's really like, I don't really know how to describe it. It's not, it is all the stereotypes of a teen movie of that time. Yes. But it hasn't, become like a trope the way the others have. Uh-uh. No way. It's like it's just it's just this right side of satirical. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because it had that layer of Shakespeare behind it as yeah, well. Yeah, and also that it didn't take itself so seriously. No, no, no. And, I mean, looking at Julia Stiles and oh. some of the greatness that comes out of that. There, are, like the, Her and Heath Ledger played off each other so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't play into maybe, I mean, it had all the things that you wanted, sort of like turbulence, you know, will they or won't they, and all that stuff. A few but tears, it, a little bit of drama, yeah, a but, marching band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't have very often in Australia. No, we don't. Like, it's very American. Oh, yes. American school, American yes. college, whatever you want to call it. But um, He's serenading her on the bleachers. Oh, my gosh. And, and like, huge, just huge. Like, I remember watching it in the cinema. I was just, like, the first 15 minutes um, and seeing the counsellor be like, look, cat, cat, and pointed to <laughs> cat. cat. And, um, <laughs> it's just... I, I mean, I'm a big cat fan, like <laughs> cats in general. So, I mean, any cat You're talking about the furry animal. The furry animal, person. not the person. But um, I thought, okay, all right. So we've got some great people in this and it's not going to take itself too seriously, but it's another level to your American Pies. And I wouldn't, I will never forget it when she comes out of that record store and he's like, walked her in and she's like, I want you, I need your own baby, oh baby. Now, can you move your car? Yeah. <laughs> That's you. That encapsulates <laughs> you. It's just so deadpan in all her delivery. I was like, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's very well done. And I mean, the, the things that shaped that particular generation of movies was huge. Mm. Like, we don't have any of that now. Where are the comedies? Where, where are the, not necessarily teen dramas but or comedies, but comedy, comedy movies. They're not very funny. No, uh, it's very. It's almost like they've reverted back to being mm, too politically correct. I'm Definitely. gonna put a question mark like at the they, end they there. Haven't, but... They haven't gone like I would have thought that maybe if they wanted to avoid that connotation, that they might head into like slapstick territory. Yeah, but they haven't done that. They've just become not funny. Yeah, like I can't watch a comedy. Half the time you watch an action movie and the comedy in that is better than the comedy in a comedy movie. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Said that word too many times in a row. Now. Comedy, 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 comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't get it the first time, <laughs> comedy is not comedy anymore. No, no. But I mean, you look, even look at the spoof type movies that we oh, did not, grow not up teen with. Movie yeah, scary, scary movie, movie and stuff like that. It definitely shaped a certain how, like the formula, come to be of even like horror, like Scream, you know, and stuff like that, where it was so well done and so well thought out. But now it's. I don't know, it makes, it makes me sound really old. Like, back in our day, <laughs> movies were great. Um, they were, though. They were really great. And they, they but there before, wasn't a time when... The thing is, is that they were still taking in new productions. I feel like a, a big part of the fact that we are so nostalgic over movies of our time is because they were new, or as new as could be. Yeah. And now it feels like they just keep remaking movies. It's like, why do we need the 47th freaking Snow White movie Oh yeah! in the last 10 years? Like, there's been... Snow White, the Lily Collins version. Snow White and the Huntsman, was that what that one? No, that was... Oh, that was... That was Kristen Stewart. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. So there's, there's, like, there's like the more light-hearted Snow White and the Lily Collins version. Yeah. And there was the two Snow Whites with Lily Collins, Snow White and the Huntsman and Snow mm. White. I can't even remember what the other one was. Yeah. Um, but there was two of those and there's... Something there's, Mirror Mirror as well? There's Mirror Mirror. That was a Lily Collins one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually quite liked that one. Cause Me too. It, you know, it was sweet. It was it was cute and lighthearted. Yeah, and, yeah. Whereas you know the other ones were a bit darker. But now they're doing another one, and I think that they're losing the entire edge of what Snow White is because they're trying to be all. What did she say? The the actress came out and she said something about them being. Um, oh yes. That they're changing it so that it's not true love's first kiss that wakes her up or anything like that. It's all about um, that she's like a girl boss and she's independent and she can do all these things herself. Mm. I don't have a problem with having that as a movie, but can it be its own movie? Do you have to destroy Snow White to make that? Yeah. Can it just not be its own thing? 
Well, that's what I'm wondering with, you know, even with the strikes that are happening at the moment with um, SAG and, and, you know, Hollywood and whatnot. Um, the Disney CEO, Bob Iger, Bob Iver, Iger, I'm pretty sure Iger, it is. I think. Um, I, yeah. Um, oh, he's come out. In your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit of a mumble um, but he's even come out and accepted the fact that Disney have not been on their game with producing quality uplifting Disney central movies the ones that you remember and you look back at early Disney about even you know like things like Huckleberry Finn you know the the, the TV movies, Homeward Bound, stuff like that, like the the essence of that. Do you want me to stop talking? Okay. Um, <laughs> she's just looking at me and then looking out the window, so I'm just tempted to turn, but I'm not going to turn. Um, yeah. So I think about the essence of those movies that they've made, like Man Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas mm-hmm. and Chevy Chase. Mm. Um, I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Those sorts of ones that have that that spirit that no matter who you are watching it, you can relate to that movie and you remember it. And you, but you remember it like as a as a uplifting moment. Like I was having a really shitty day and I put this movie on and I felt better. Like I remember being a kid yeah. and on a Saturday afternoon there was always a Disney movie on. We weren't rich enough to buy freaking Foxtel or anything oh, no. like that. So it was. I think it was Channel 7 or Channel 9 had a Saturday yeah. afternoon family yeah. movie. Yeah. Right? And then they, it was often a Disney movie. Yeah. And so you'd sit down and you'd watch that on a Saturday afternoon because, you know, it, Dad would come home from the Saturday shift at work. Mum would be doing something in the kitchen to, to feed you for whatever. Yeah. And you would have been, been bathed and whatever. You you know, it, it's calm down time. It's like 4.30 on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. They whack the TV on, everybody sits down and relaxes, and yep. there's the Disney movie. Yep. And it it always started with, like, Tinkerbell over the thing, and ding, mm-hmm. and then you had the music, and it, they had all sorts of brilliant shows, and I feel like they've lost that. Yeah. So much of that is gone. Yeah. Because they're all building into this whole, I don't even know what it is that they're feeding into. I think it's literally remakes. It's not, but it's not good ones. No, and it's it's, and it's definitely that don't need not to be done. No, 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 and that's the thing. Um, they don't need to remake Snow White. They don't need to look at remaking Lion King. You've got a stage show, and you've got the original that pulls at everyone's heartstrings when Mufasa they dies. Didn't, they didn't need to redo Aladdin. No, no. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I was just personally offended that it wasn't. But look, I don't mind Will Smith. I really like him in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. As like, I don't mind him as an actor. Yeah. Not sure what he'd be as a person, Not especially sure after that whole Chris Rock thing. Um, but <laughs> I really liked him in Men in Black. Yeah, but I don't need to see him as Genie. No, and I I don't know. Maybe I was just overly attached to Robin Williams playing Genie. I think we and all knowing were, that ninety percent of those lines were ad lib, like they just yeah. let him loose. Yeah, and I think I think everyone was though because whoever grew up watching that at that time with that sort of, I guess, pivotal height of Disney and what they were coming out with and the amount of time spent on creating feel-good, well, obviously with some, you know, drama and turbulence and there's a, you know, conflict. Yeah, in, they, in of, they had a little bit of a model up, like a formula up, where it was like, we're going to start with this, we're going to introduce these people, we're going to have a little bit of drama and then everyone's going to have a happy ending. Yeah. And I think that was really good for what they were. But... It's almost like they've lost sight of what made them what yeah. they were. 
And yeah. I, I don't know if maybe it started with them buying Marvel. I think it did. But... Oh, it could have been even back when they bought Fox. Possibly. Fox was never a good idea. Fox, you do not merge with Fox. <laughs> oh my god. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, you were doing so well and you were earning so much money. And even if they just like had Marvel and left that as a separate division or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then they, they've gone and they've tried to bring that into like a bigger thing. And they've tried to... Even the Marbles... Marble stuff? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the Marvel stuff. Like they've lost... Yeah. I haven't watched any of the new stage. I mean, what is this? Stage I've lost, 4, stage 5? I've lost what's happening. After I don't Infinity know anymore. War, I just sort of... The only I thing know. I was sort of interested in watching was um, Hawkeye, and that was because I was after Yelena. <laughs> I just wanted to watch her. Like the, the macaroni scene is iconic. Okay. I haven't watched Hawkeye, just giving everyone's a FYI on that. Everyone's. Everyone's. We're doing really well this afternoon. Well, you can tell it's getting late. Sorry, everybody. Um, but, you know, I was probably after Infinity Wars, just Guardians of the Galaxy. That kind of really resonated with me, those. But... I, I haven't even watched the new Thor, like the Love and Thunder. I haven't seen that yet. not good. <laughs> just saying. It's, it's like I've read the comic books. I know what the storyline is, but I'm not so far. I need to see them my way. Russell Crowe should not be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> that, that's a headline. If, oh if anyone wants to pick that up. He did, he, but it's, it's it comes down to the Zeus. same sort of it comes down to the same sort of thing with the whole um the whole Witcher thing as well. Like they had a really good thing going and they fucked it. Yeah, like there's no two ways around it. Yeah, they had a walking talking encyclopedia on set every day. Yeah, and they didn't want to listen to him. And now they're like, oh, but please come back and watch when Liam Hemsworth is it. It's like okay, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And you've diverged so far from. I wasn't even able to watch the whole season three because they've do- they've just driven so far away from the source oh, material that's good. That's... that I can't even keep. Um, I just get angry and want to yell at the TV screen. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm really hoping that like they've got um, Amazon has the new Wheel of Time series coming out in a week, mm-hmm. and I am really I mean it'll be a week it's a week for us it'll be after this comes out yeah sorry before this comes out that, that will start get my time <laughs> what an interesting I don't know what season are we what timeline are we in what it what is still stage are we it is in still August <laughs> and the Wheel of Time is due to come out on the first of September then a whole new season and there's season probably two. a whole bunch of Marvel movies about to and drop it, <laughs> probably but again. That was a brilliant series of books. Yeah. How far are they going to diverge from the series? Are they going to do what they said they were going to do? Yeah. And be true to the source material? Or are they going to do what they did with Lord of the Rings and run screaming from it and make all the fans go, why the fuck did you do that? (laughs) Like, I had no problems with them doing the Lord. Like, I was really excited for them to do the Rings of Power series. Yeah. Up until I saw the Dwarven woman. Okay. What happened? Where were the beards? Oh dear. Okay. Like they, it's not like Tolkien didn't leave enough source material to reference. Sure. He had all of these. I mean, half of his stories were freaking epics. Yeah. Like the, it mm. drove me insane. They could have done so much with the budget that they had, but they decided to complete you while watching my hand. She's, <laughs> she's just. I keep leaning in like we're videoing this. She's just doing a fist and she's punching the air like as she's articulating her point. I just I kept watching it as she got more and more into what she was saying about how the outrage was just stirring her up. I am I am an avid reader. Mm. I I read every day and I write 
most days. I won't say that I write every day because sometimes I'm editing this stuff and I just don't have it in me to keep the laptop open <laughs> to keep writing. I thought you were going to say, I write angry letters every day. <laughs> no, I'm not wasting my energy on that sort of stuff. I have my feelings, but I don't need to put that I much energy into angry it. letters every day. <laughs> but <laughs> Lord of the Rings, like yeah. Tolkien's works, yeah. pivotal moment of my childhood. For sure. Right? Um, I said I agree with you like I was there. Yes. <laughs> I know. I wasn't there. I, I, I haven't known Tarja actually that long. So this is all very big news to me. <laughs> um, my mother is an avid reader. She's been reading to me since probably before I was born. Mm. Um, but every night there were stories. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. there were multiple stories. Like do, my father Jerry read the video, the, not the video, the, the tape. <laughs> we are doing so well. We keep referencing how it's bad so late we're talking. In the afternoon. We're done. We've done. This is our fourth recording for today. For today. So please apologies. <laughs> I think it might add to it. Just all. Our, our this is just our, how raw hysteria. <laughs> That we're trying to get through it. Um. <laughs> my my dad actually jerry rigged because I've had problems sleeping my entire life. My yeah. dad jerry rigged the tape player to just play yeah. and then play another side. Yeah, yeah. So it would just keep playing. So like I'd have stories read to me off of those until I could finally get to sleep. So like books and storytelling has been a huge part of my life. Yeah. And maybe I am just like a purist when it comes to these things, but like there are certain things that I think are already nigh on perfect. Yeah, very little. I hate the argument when they say that Tolkien didn't believe in strong female characters because he absolutely did. Yeah. There may not have been an abundance of them because he was writing about a middle-aged style world. Mm. Uh, but the the female characters he had always held great power and always wielded it with grace. Yeah. Right? Um, he had a woman who rode to battle alongside her brother and her cousin and her uncle Um you had a woman who was literally in charge of an entire, she was a queen. She was in charge of literally everything around her. You had yeah. a woman who decided another man's fate just because she fell in love with him. Like she decided that she didn't want to be immortal. Yeah. You know, the, every woman character he wrote, every female he wrote was a woman of grace and integrity was a woman who had the power to change worlds just because there were so few of them doesn't mean he didn't respect them. The woman he respected most in his life was his partner. Yeah. And she had absolute control over him. Like, seriously, you just, you listen to the stories. Mm. She left her previous fiancé to be with him. Mm. And they were absolutely in love with each other. Like, he went to the war thinking that she'd come back and be engaged to someone else and he'd never have a chance. And he came back, she was engaged, she went, oh, you're back! Cool! They used to throw sugar cubes at people from the restaurant on the top of a building just because they could, because it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, every, all of these characters he wrote, he wrote with her in his mind, Yeah. right? And then they've taken some of these characters and whittled them down to four lines and then they're like, oh, he didn't write good, strong female characters. Just because you whittled it down to four lines doesn't mean he did. And it's the same with, oh, it's the same with um, The Witcher. Yeah, like they, they've. I'm really pissed off at how they've taken Yennefer's story and Ciri's story mm. and just mutilated it. Oh. Like Yennefer is supposed to be like a mother to Ciri. And in season two, they had Yennefer try and sell her. Like, oh. hang on. So in season three, they then had to try and fix that. 
because that's not how the story goes. And oh. all of a sudden, she's pivotal to the rest of the season. Well, yeah, because she's pivotal in all the rest of it, isn't she? <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't even need to read all of the books. You could have just played the game to know that. Hmm. There was no need for it. And I think that's where you lose... A big fan base, or your base, your base of the fans of the book, or the game, the game, or however it was first done, whatever way it's it's been done. And and The Witcher had a massive fan base behind it, including Henry Cavill. Yeah, who you know, what a dreamboat. Oh, sorry, just to get off. I just love the fact that he's also a nerd. Yeah, I know. His just, nephew oh. took him to a school. No, no, no. His nephew, his nephew got in trouble at school. Oh, okay, I see. They said, you know, what does a family member do? And he's like, oh, my, my uncle is Superman. Yeah. And they're like, we don't lie in class. And he's like, but he's Superman. They're like, we don't lie in class. So they rang his mother. I'm like, oh, he's got this problem with lying in class. And she's like, oh, what do you lie about? And they're like, oh, he's telling us that his uncle is Superman. And she's like, but okay. Henry, <laughs> she's like rings her brother. So he went to he went to pick his nephew up from school to prove yeah. that yes, my uncle is Superman. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's <laughs> pretty cool. I saw that on Instagram. Um, yeah, but it's it's horrible when they they don't they're trying to appeal to the masses rather than the niche base but that it comes even, with. Yeah, and I think the thing is is that then they're not doing it. <laughs> They could use the original story to appeal to the masses anyway, because clearly it already appeals to a huge amount of people because it has, like, the books have a good fan base outside of the games and the games have a good fan base outside of the books, but when you smash it all together... Not good. It's huge. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the author is still alive and still has massive input on the games and Mm. everything. Like, the story has continued in the games. Like, he's the one who's pushing that. Yeah. So, I... I don't know why they would do it. It boggles my mind, quite literally. I can't get past it. I'm like, why would you alienate this many people? To the point where there have been boycotts. Yeah. Like, people have stopped watching. But not just that. There have been petitions asking for the show, for the showrunner to be fired. Wow. Huge. She's the one who essentially said, no, Henry's a problem on set and we need to get rid of him because we want to take the show in our own direction. And it's like... You're taking something that already has a master script. And it's got a direction. It's got a direction. It doesn't need a new direction. It It already fucking exists. Don't touch it. Yeah. But, and that's my thing, is that if you wanted to do something, I don't, they did Blood Origin, which isn't in the the books. She's not doing a fist, but she's doing a lot of animation with her hands. (laughs) She's she's still fired up, everyone. She's, she's, yeah, oh, she hasn't done fists in a good while, but a video <laughs> she's doing waving her hands around ah. erratically. Um, like, they, I, okay, if they want, <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, <laughs> I got it from my mama. <laughs> yeah, but they could do something in that universe without. Mm. If they really don't want to stick to that script, no. Could they not do, like, the other side of it, the side that wasn't shown in the books? Yeah. Because that's a possibility, and then you don't have to stick as closely to the books because you're making whole new content up yeah. that just loosely fits into that. Yeah. Why do you want to take something that already exists, has a massive fan base, has a massively loyal fan base, Yeah. and, and then shit all over them? Yeah. Because that's essentially what it is. It's like a kick in the teeth. It's like, oh, yeah, I would have spent my time watching and supporting this, but yeah. then you've told me that... 
and the reports from set have come out that the that the writers and the producers on those sets don't like the books. Yeah. Then why are you working on it? Yeah. What's the point? Why are you there? Yeah. What what what's the end game? <laughs> what's you know? the point of this? Well, I know my brother speaking about um, video games and being turned into movies. He's a big fan of Halo, the Halo series. Yes. Okay, like, oh, I love Red <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So I love he, Red he was excited about the latest, or it's probably not so latest anymore, the latest movie that they brought out. He was very excited about it because he's a big fan. I caught my parents watching it and they were like, oh, this is a really good show. It's called Halo. And I'm like, it's a game. And they're like, no, it's a show. And I'm like, it's, it's a, a game. game. It's a game. <laughs> the only thing I know about Halo is that there's Master Chief. Yeah. I just know Master Chief. And I don't know him intimately. I just know I his just, name. No one knows him intimately. <laughs> so, um, but he was quite disappointed with the last one because they felt like he felt like they didn't go with the content that they had. Yeah. And that it was just sort of to appease anyone that would like to maybe watch the movie rather than the fans, the base that the people that from the so popular start to begin with. of the Halo journey to, yeah. to now. Um so maybe it was made and this is the thing is that it was made for people like my parents, not for people like your brother. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, my parents were like, oh, there's this great movie. Yeah, it's a game. It's a game. Oh, it's no, based on a game. It's a great movie. It's like, yeah. no, it, it's a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a game it's got a and whole Red vs. Blue thing. and there's all of these things. Yeah. The guy in the pink armor on the YouTube series. Master and... Chief. Yep. <laughs> I just keep saying it because it's everything <laughs> I know. But, but yeah, it's, it, and that is it. it. As a true fan of it, as someone who's played the game, as someone who's enjoyed the whole series, I have particularly enjoyed the Red vs. Blue series, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But... It, sometimes it does feel like a kick in the teeth. Like, well, you're not good enough anymore. We need new people. Mm-hmm. I was like, hang on, mm-hmm. hang on. I've been here since this year started. Yeah. What do you mean I'm not good enough anymore? Yeah. Like we've found more better people yeah, to, to appeal to. Yeah. So we'll get rid of the base. And if you and alienate the base, doesn't matter what field you're in, political, gaming, we'll movies. Just, yeah. You know. Look at William Shatner. Yeah. Look at William Shatner. It's like he came out with this whole when did Star Trek become political and people were literally able to point out series sections of like the seasons <laughs> of the series of Star Trek that he was in, the lines he delivered, and they're like, it's always been this way. Yeah. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what were you on at the time? <laughs> That's the thing. I've, I've actually never watched an episode of that, but I know. My parents are big Trekkies. The ba- like basics around, like, um, I've listened to a bit with Will Wheaton. Who was part of mm-hmm. part of it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Will <laughs> 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 I love you, Sheldon. <laughs> um, and highlighted some of the things you know in regards to it, depending on the podcast and what content they're talking about. But um, it's been quite interesting to hear around okay. there, there what are, it is. There are Star Trek series that I like more than others. Okay, I have my favorites. Yeah. I think every Trekkie does. Sure, I'm not so, so it's not Trekker. <laughs> okay. See, not that I'm aware of. This is how much I'm not in this in this realm at all. Look, I'm I'm just learning. I think I was learning. I think I was over um overexposed to the original series because okay. it was my parents' favorite. Sure. And it got to the point where it was like I would and still do roll my eyes when the theme song comes on. Like oh again, again we're going through this again. Like, yeah, you know when your parent when you watch a, a movie over and over again and your parents are like. Can you just watch something else that was me? That yeah. Was them. <laughs> With this series. So, soon. so the newest series then that's got Discovery. Paul Wesley. 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 No, it's got Would you like to round. So sorry. <laughs> um, everyone. The guy from Vampire Diaries that paid Stefan. Paid Stefan. Played Stefan. Yeah. It was a whole thing to get <laughs> that point. So do you think casting people 
like him in roles that are huge that Shatner used to play. Um, I only know this because I've heard him being interviewed. I don't know, again, much about it. But do you think it's trying to appeal to a different base or is it the base? The base yeah. that it's being targeted at, the story, the people. Look, I think the casting decision of having someone like him is to appeal to a new base. But I think sure. I I also think that in this case, um, it's not necessarily to alienate the original base. Okay. So it's trying to meld two, yeah. two together. I think they want someone who's going to play the role properly okay. and continue the legacy and have the people who were originally in, like, originally were fans already, yeah. that they will enjoy it. But having a name like him in a series that was as big as the Vampire Diaries is sure. going to bring in a new bunch of people and keep the show popular. I was tempted. I'm not going to lie. I'm tempted. Because of him. About my hands. <laughs> I'm tempted. I'm tempted to watch it because of him. And it's terrible because I know that Taj has just completely <laughs> unplugged herself by moving on a chair. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, that I mean, not that I've ever been tempted before. It does look like a really great show because I'm not against anything sci-fi. Um, at all, I love a good sci-fi flick. Look, you know which series? one? The series that I think you'd really like is, um, I think it's Enterprise, mm. and it's it's one of it's not the oldest series. It's also not the newest series, but it it's meant to be about like the first time that they launched the Enterprise, right? So it's meant to be the very first maiden voyage of the Enterprise, right? Yep. The very first iteration, and the captain has the eagle. <laughs> that is my favorite version. That yeah, is okay. My absolute favorite series of Star Trek is that one. I like that we've got onto this topic that I know nothing about. <laughs> somehow, I did start it weirdly <laughs> enough. But I'm, I'm, I think I was just keen to know what you thought in the way of being Paul being cast as one of the main, well, the most pivotal captains. You know, in this new series, and it being on a I, different I think streaming found, service and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I found Chris Pine in the movies as a better option. Okay, but my absolute favorite casting, like recast of a particular character, will always be Carl Urban. Okay, because he plays Bones so well, but he is a Trekkie, and he actually went back and rewatched the original actor playing bones yeah so that he could copy his mannerisms because it was meant to be like a prequel to that original series oh right and so he went back and he was like um sort of studying his body language and yeah, yeah. sound things so there's this great scene in the series where he like got his foot up on the command chair and everything and in the original series the actor would have his arm over the command chair like over the armrest and everything <laughs> so he's like he's trying to copy those sorts of things and I just, I love that. I love it when they're that dedicated. Yeah, and committed. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that if that is the sort of dedication that they're bringing to this new series, yeah. even if they're playing older characters or new characters, if mm. that's what they're bringing to it, then fine. Yeah. Bring in the new faces. Just don't ruin it. Yeah. Come on, Paul. It's riding on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it just, just, yeah, I think, and I think that's the biggest problem because it's like Stargate. The, um, there's been so many iterations of Stargate. But everyone sort of likes most of them because mm. they've always been characters that you already love. Okay, so you know, you know, it's going to be. It sort of follows something of a similar formula. Yeah, but I think there's only one that's ever failed, mm-hmm. if that's the right term. Or there's not, one that yeah. hasn't been received as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was Stargate Universe, where they were stuck on that ship. Okay. And it was far more about the interpersonal drama than discovering a whole wide world and all the problems that come along with it and expanding the universe. And I 
personally I couldn't watch it. I think I was in this conversation, this exact same one, with you and Jason <laughs> a while ago. Because you were both big Stargate fans and I was like, huh, what? And so I think I was just doing a lot of nodding like yeah. I am now. Um, not to take away from your interest in Stargate, but um, I think, yeah, something shouldn't be touched. I, I Like, there just shouldn't be reboots or reimaginings of... Like, they tried to do it with Charmed just recently. They tried to do it with quite a few different really pivotal, especially... It seems to be Aaron Sperling series, 90210, they tried to do. Um, you know, no, I never watched 90210, so I wouldn't really care about that. Oh, my God. But I Dylan. Was, I oh, was, my God. I was Dylan. I was not okay with the charm. Luke reboot. Perry. Um, yeah, no. And it, it's not about anything in particular. It just doesn't work. No. It just doesn't as it a whole thing. Wrong. It was... But it, it doesn't feel like there's been enough time between it either. It would be like someone's rebooting Friends. Yeah. Not enough time has passed. And I don't know if it could to do be that either. series. There's just some that like Gilmore Girls, Buffy. They've tried to reboot Buffy a couple of times, and if it's not Sarah Michelle Gellar, please like don't, because it's Sarah or no one that's Buffy. And now everyone keeps like asking if they, they want to do a different version of Scooby Doo, I'd be okay with that. But it would have to have Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince yeah. as like the mum and dad of the group. Yeah, like a new generation, and they're to like bring them in. in to do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, um, come on. Who wouldn't want that? That's just that's just cute. I know. It's <laughs> so adorable in real life. But I just sort of think about pivotal shows like that and to have a spin-off way later down the track. They keep asking them and the vampires alone, they've aged out. Vampires don't age. Yeah. And they're completely aged out. They're in some of them, you know, in the back to that AI freaking argument too. Which is scary it? with yeah. SAG at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um let's not go there. Let's not, because we got really mad about it last time. So I'm still mad about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, we haven't changed our stance on that, but we just don't want to get into it. Um, but yeah, like I just think about yeah, pivotal shows like that that were and are still pivotal. Like they stand up, they have, okay, some of the filming and what they were using at the time might have been the greatest. We've got, you know, great digital tech now that, you know, we're not using film and using digital and blah, blah, blah. Um, but how it actually is the storylines and everything still hold up and you can't imagine those characters any other way than who they are that are playing them at that time whether it be in the 90s the early 2000s whatever it was at the time with those particular ones i see videos or images of charisma carpenter yeah Cordelia, yeah now and i'm like oh Cordelia. it's like it, in my head it takes forever for me to remember that her name is charisma charisma and not yeah cordelia yeah yeah <laughs> So, and I know, I I know that a lot of actors will say that that is a mark of playing the role well, but I'm sure that's also scary for them that people can't differentiate between between the who they are. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know you look at um, something like a, getting a spin off like Angel. Yeah. So you played Angel for you know about four three seasons on Buffy, and then you played it for another five seasons standalone. So you've played that character for quite some time, and then to transition out and see him in Bones, which is a big favourite of mine. Oh, yeah, I love Bones. Bones. Um, yeah, like, you don't see him as Angel in that. I did not, at no, one point, it ever was a really remember good... that he was Angel. Yeah, it was a really good way, like, he was able to segregate it really well, because it was completely different mannerisms, he spoke yeah. differently, like, everything was different. But Yeah. I mean, I the actor who plays, um... Describe, just describe if you can't get the name, describe. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, like the main guy? No. Oh. No, um, Rosa? Oh. Rosa. Yes, 
oh, what's her name? Yeah, I know yeah. who you mean. Yes. Um, she's recently come out and said that she actually has fans get really angry at her because the the voice that she uses as Rosa is mm. not her voice. No. Her voice is actually quite lighter. Yes. But when she auditioned for Rosa, she had been working as like a tour guide or something. Yeah. And so she, her voice was very sort of husky and low because it was being constantly, you know, she was having yeah. to yell quite a bit. Um, and so she had to lower the octave of her voice <laughs> to be heard without her voice breaking because of the damage that she'd done. Yeah. Um, and she said when she meets people on the street and her voice is lighter, higher, they get like, oh, my God, why is that not your voice? And she's like, because that was the character. <laughs> it's not me in real life. Um, and that was, I guess, the best showcase of that was In the Heights. Yeah, Lynn Mandel. Oh my god, Lynn Miranda Mandel. No, how is it? Lynn Manuel Miranda. How is it? How? What is it? What's his name? The guy that created it, Lynn Miranda Manuel. Oh, I can't think of how it goes. People, you all know what I mean. It's late again. I'll reiterate. It's late. Lynn Manuel Miranda. I'm pretty sure it's that way. We're just googling. We don't have a team to Google, so Tasha's doing it one-handed. Look, you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Lynn Manuel. But anyway, so in in the Heights, um, it's the best showcase that it, she is not that voice and she's not that character. She's completely the opposite. She's got a normal voice. It is higher and lighter. In oh, yeah, and she's she's an amazing singer. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, to, to be getting backlash around that is awful, you know. But you've played it so well, and I think maybe it's a it's a weird compliment at the end of the day. She's still Googling. <laughs> I am, because that doesn't look – that's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay, so I had it right the first time. It, yeah, and it was a complete – it's in the Heights, and for some reason my computer was bringing up a completely different series called The Heights. It's really annoying when they're so close together. I know. But, yeah, In the Heights, that musical. Um, But, yeah, so that's hard. And you have, yeah, great characters and you go, how do I separate? But people can do it really well. Yeah. You know. And others can't. Because I know that, like, um, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. He always says that when people start um, confusing him for his characters, that's when he knows it's time to move to a new character. Because people were um, confusing him for Ali G. Yeah. People were confusing him for Borat. Yeah. So that was more sort of when he was like, okay, I need to need to drop the character now because it's getting a little bit too... It's too much. It's too much. It's yeah. getting a little too real. Yeah. Um, so that was a big thing that he had as well. I forgot he was L.A.G. Oh, my God. I don't know. Just, I, I just have this image in my head of, like, that last few minutes of the movie where he, like, pulls out the Nokia and he's like, set it to vibrate and finish yourself off and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you weren't even doing anything that hot and heavy. Like, Calm down. <laughs> Keep the phone. <laughs> but yeah, we. I think. Oh my god! I think I might tie it back. I'm gonna tie it back. I'm gonna circle back to the rollerblades. Well, maybe <laughs> not the rollerblades. Ugh. Um, <laughs> no, not the rollerblades. But just movies now, in our current form, I guess on streaming or you know if it is made for TV or if it is um, a series whatever whatever however you want it to be delivered to you um it's not the same doesn't feel the same it it's lacking something and whatever the something is i don't know whether it's heart or whether it's something that you can really tune into i find it's harder to find something really light-hearted and beautiful to watch 
to combat all the darkness and I call things like light and dark in the way of like tuning not, into not, not like um, the Batman movies where you can't fucking see it. actually you can't see anything yeah it's like the DC movies that are all docked all the way down to freaking midnight and you can't yeah. see shit and you've got rain and all that no I just mean like you've got you you've know, got light hearted and light hearted something that's a little bit got a bit more story. grit maybe yeah. and a bit more heaviness to it yeah. um, and so that's becoming further the, and sort of like Sons of Anarchy up. versus um, The Big Bang Theory yeah like, that, that's <laughs> they're opposite probably, ends yeah opposite they ends. were both brilliant shows yeah exactly um, let's not talk about the ending of Sons of Anarchy. I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, we'll can I understand that? <laughs> everybody, if you haven't seen it, it's a good show, but mm, the end. Mm-hmm. We'll just maybe forget about the end. Mm-hmm. Leave it what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just definitely doesn't have that feel. No. With and the, whatever it is and that and we're trying to feel. Yeah, and I think it's really sad because they have bigger budgets than ever because they're price gouging us everywhere. Yes, they are. But we've already spoken about that in the previous episode. <laughs> I think we're at the point where we're just like, we've talked so much today. <laughs> I'm losing my mind a little bit. I don't even know what's up or down. Um, um, yes. <laughs> let's, let's not. Let's hope for a better outlook with entertainment going yeah. forwards. And I think the, the, the big thing for me is that I really wish that sort of actors i get that she's really passionate about what she's doing with this film i don't understand why she's up not so much upset like i understand why she's upset but i don't understand why she doesn't believe that she should have any backlash for the comments that she made that the actress that is playing the new snow white mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you've taken a childhood favorite of a lot of people yes and you essentially said it's not good enough i've changed it yeah i was like hang on like I know that we've changed the original stories because the original stories were quite horrendous. Yep. But you've taken something that's meant to be like a light-hearted, true love's real. You'll find it if you just hold on. Yeah. Sort of story that everyone wants every now and again. We're not asking for Snow White for a freaking reality check. We're asking for Snow White for a reality break. Yeah. Um, Escapism. Yeah. And yeah. The, and she's getting all upset that people are like, but that's not what we want to watch it for. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that they fall back on the racist argument every time. I didn't even know who the actress was playing Snow White. I had no White, idea. And I, I found out about the comments before I found out who they'd casted her because I just wasn't interested. No, I know. I don't, yeah. And I think that's maybe where um, having cast, you know, I think about like the OC and there's so many up and coming actors and actresses in that that had cameos or guest spots that went on to be really big in the industry. But it started on smaller series, maybe less un- less known to at the time, and then they've kind of been built up and but, built up. And the funny thing is, is that the big lead characters for that show, I've rarely seen elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah, you just you don't know where it's going to go. No, definitely not. And if you get too big of an ego before you get anywhere decent, yeah, you're just going to halt your own progress. Yeah, and I think there's that grateful thing that comes back around. Like, okay, so you've done this thing for a while. You're scared you're going to be typecast. But you were struggling before that to get a part. Oh, but the guy who played um, Bjorn in Vikings. Oh, yes. He had I already that. started that, so I'm trying to visualise, but yep. Uh, he had that. Alexander Ludwig, he had that when he finished Vikings. Yeah. He found it really hard to find another role because they basically typed, like, in their heads, he played Bjorn for so long. Yeah. That was his role. Yeah. And he was in Hunger Games. Hmm. So it's like, yeah, all right, he's been in two of these roles, but can we not 
forget the fact that he was like 15, 16 in the Hunger Games. Yeah. And he's in his like mid 20s in Vikings. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm sure that there's a hundred different things. If Alexander Skazgard can do seven different types of Vikings. What a dream boat. I know, right? And Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. And Eric in True Blood. Then I'm sure we can find something for Alexander Ludwig because like, I think so too. I would love to see him on the screen again. He's yeah. a brilliant actor. He played that role so well. Yeah, and and maybe just get out of your heads about it. Yeah, you know, like look at Brian Cran- Cranston. Oh, good God, <laughs> we need to finish. This. We need to finish. This. <laughs> this is my last point. Brian Cranston was Malcolm in the Middle, the dad, the goofy dad in that. Then went on Breaking Bad to Breaking Bad, which completely flipped. Everyone's thoughts about him on their heads. Yep. Um, and look then he's gone on Robbie. to, yeah, do but completely at, different things. But look at Margot Robbie. She started off as the stereotypical femme fatale bomb, bombshell, blonde bombshell. Yeah. And I mean, she still plays those roles really well, but she's been able to do more serious roles. Yeah. And like, she's, oh my God, she was the best Harley Quinn. Yes, it's agreed. It's been years since I've seen a really good Harley Quinn in a live action series. I know. I was so impressed with her. Yeah. And I loved the story about her and Jack Horton on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. come on, Aussies. Yeah. Stick together. Stick together. I mean, you get us and a Britishman on, on an American set and it's just, we're going to have to bang together because nobody else gets us. No. We're in our pool of our own. Um, but is this where we're going to wrap up, mate? Gonna... Yeah, I think we need to. We're starting to get very tongue-tied. <laughs> no one, no one can probably understand us. You're starting to get very droopy-eyed. <laughs> night, 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 night. Um, <laughs> but good chats. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um, we did. We did go. We didn't get too angry. I don't think in this one. No, I, I think we is... were very level-headed in this one. Maybe this is where we need to stay. <laughs> Um, just talk about a few more pop culture things and a few less um, interest rates and oh, it's got too real maybe we're too real, real too fast yeah. um, but yes um, for those of us that are listening to this thank you and we hope to talk to you soon talk to you soon we I was going to say appreciate <laughs> everyone who has downloaded and listened considering, oh my gosh considering this is really just more of a um, sort of like a side passion project more than a yeah you know, we, we do have another podcast that we are hoping that will have a little bit more interest, but this one has had a bit more than the one that we've put up. Yeah, more of a time, time and not effort. We won't say effort, but more time into. So, yes, from here on out, um, thank you. And, and tell your friends, tell your yeah. family, tell your workmate, whatever. Yeah. Leave, leave, um, leave a comment. Yeah. We are happy to listen to... Well, listen to. I'm happy to read <laughs> any of your comments and interact with them. Um, and I think even more so, we are happy to take any topics on board. If I think so too. You want us to ramble about? Yeah, and maybe not circle back to. We won't stay true to that. That might be a peter out. <laughs> we do that very often. <laughs> so good night, farewell. I'll feed us in goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to end. Where so. is that going? <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate every single one of you. Yes, and we uh, hope that we will have a chat for you soon. Thank you, everyone. See you later. Bye for now. Bye.